Welcome to your day off. My name is Corey, and of course, it with my best bud, Tone. What's up, bud? No hey, hey today. Hey, hey! There you go. There you go. <laughs> What's up, brother? We're getting it, man. Dude, man, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited. Well, I think this is my, this might be the funnest podcast yet. I'm, yeah, I can't wait to get I'm it. I'm anticipating this. Yeah, I know, right? You know what I mean? But, uh, but first, let's thank, uh, let's thank Salon Center, because we're at uh, day two of uh, Premier Philadelphia. Yep. Thank, um, so thank, thank you. Thank Premier you, Philly as well. Exactly. And thank you, Salon Centric. They, they set us up in the, uh, in the VIP room. With I don't know why VIPs. we're here. We got two <laughs> VIPs at the table. I know. We're the least VIP in this room. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know? um, and but, actually, we can talk about that in a sec, too, but go ahead. Yeah. It, you know, we have a, uh, a special guest, uh, two special guests, but the one uh, I want to talk about we were sitting here last night finishing up or getting ready to start our last podcast of the night. And she was doing a, uh, she was over there and you can hear a coach, an individual. Mm-hmm. And this particular person uh, that we're going to be talking about, bring her, bring her on. I mean, she's literally changing somebody's life. Well, it's as she's funny. Sitting down. It's funny because, um, you know, her branding is changing lives, right? Yeah. Like, like, like she tags it all the time. And we, we're able to witness it, not in front of any camera, not in front of anybody, but it was just her being her in the raw. Right. And, and what she was doing last night, you can, you can feel the emotion. You can feel, uh, you know, as, as this person looking at Jen, just absorbing everything that she was giving. Cat out of the bag. Oh, don't, don't let it out. <laughs> so uh, so one, our, our first guest today is going to be Jen Plank. And um, if you know Jen, Jen changes lives. And, 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 and for the first time, not on a stage, for me at least, you know, we got to witness it. Yeah. And, and, and dude, I, I had the chills Absolutely. watching her change this uh, young girl's life. Absolutely. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so our second guest today is Mr. Justin Isaacs. And uh, we, we can't wait to get in his story. Just a little, a little bit of back. Like, we, just, we talked to Justin back in June at Premier Orlando, another Premier event, right? Right. At Premier Orlando. And um, I want everybody to go back and listen to the first five minutes of the Justin podcast. Because we actually, for the first five minutes, we talked about Jen. Right. Uh, what people don't know is that Jen was sitting at the table, but we told her she couldn't talk. And if you know Jen, it's impossible for her right. not to talk. So for, she used we, to have teeth print in her lips from biting us <laughs> so biting hard. Lips, I know. Right. We were. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. So for the first five minutes, you'll hear us laughing, but we're not really laughing at Justin. Sorry, Justin. But we're laughing at Jen squirming her chair, <laughs> chair there, not being able to talk. Dude. This is this is gonna be a roller coaster ride. I can't wait. Should we uh, get in? Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Justin Isaacs and the amazing Jen Plank, welcome back, both of you guys, to uh, your day off. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome. We're great. How are you guys? Uh, amazing. So super stoked to see you guys. And Jen, legit, man, it was it was awesome last night. I didn't even know you guys saw that. That's I'm over here trying not to cry, sitting next to Justin. Like, we haven't even started yet. And I'm like, God, ooh. Yeah, yeah that, was, um, that was really a spontaneous moment. So oh, thank it, you for that. We, we knew it, man. It was cool. It was crazy. Like, uh, the room was empty by the end of the night. And it was just me and that girl for a while. But, you know, I think those are the moments. that It wasn't about being on stage. It was what happened after. Yeah. That I, was cool. Literally, we're sitting here at the table, and I had little hairs on my neck rise. I was like, wow, she is... She's the real deal. Yeah, she's she, the real you're, deal. You're literally giving her life-changing information. Uh-huh. Thanks, man. That's yeah. rod because it's like, as a parent, you think about your kids is what it makes me think of. And it's like, they always show up when you're looking. So it's like, if you think about that, the idea of when the camera's on, right? Or when PR's around or when something like that, people show up to their heightened. But it's how do you act when nobody's around? Amen. Right? 
how, how do those kids act when the parents aren't around? Are they the little badasses doing keg stand little things? Are they cursing? Are they a the little 10-year-old smoking? And who, you know, Are they those kids? Are they the ones that the other parents come up to and actually say, like, your kid's pretty rod. Like, they were this and that, you know? So that's what it makes me think of. So as a, a parent, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Not like, not like you're Stop my little it. kid Dad, or Daddy anything. Justin. You're just my little boo bear. <laughs> boo bear. Stop it. Yeah. Boo Stop listen it. here, boo bear. Listen here, boo bear. You're, you're everything. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Aw, they're hugging it out. Yeah. Awesome. Now, Justin, cool. now Justin's crying. Not not I will have to say, Justin, you have the, like, coolest freaking glasses in the industry. He does. You're like, you, you got, like, this, this Elton Elvis thing going, right? From head to toe. Well, well, yeah, he, he is dope. I've never, yeah. I've never been tossed those two, Gabriel, but sure, I'll take Elton <laughs> Elvis combo. Sure. <laughs> I was more thinking, like, Tupac and Deepak. Oh, I like that. Like half and half. Like, or, 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 or maybe I'll two, cut maybe you three and I'll change. pray for you. <laughs> well, what they are, honestly, is, you know, as we get older, some things get a little more worn. My eyes got a little worn, and uh, I had to get some specs. And I went and tried on regular glasses, and I was like, ugh, dork. I cannot. Like, I cannot. He's looking at me. I tried to, I tried to do the contacts, and, like, I can't. The idea, just even I talking about it, that no. thing. So I got regular scripts, thought, oh, I'll get some like designer pair, and I wore them, and I couldn't. So then somebody told me, why don't you get sunglass frames? Right. right. And you get sunglass frames, and your prescription will be a little bit more because of what they are, but you could get them. So now I just get sunglasses that I like, and I get my prescriptions put in. You could do the same. <laughs> Hashtag follow the leader. <laughs> yeah, but thank you for noticing. You ever thought about Lasix? Surgery? No, I don't no. play that. No, my mom, I, my mother is an RN. She went from straight from hippie to surgery uh, and became an RN. And that's where she's always worked, heart surgery specifically, but... Nah, for me, surgery is not in the equation. You know, I'll, I'll go to the Far East and rub some ginseng on my knee, or, you know, <laughs> Robitussin like Chris Rock said back in the day or something. Nah, you know, a knife's for survival in my life. It ain't for to, <laughs> to cut me for surgery. Nah, uh, Save it for Africa. Hey, man. Yeah, dude. How Did was you see him in Africa? Oh my I don't God. know if you guys follow Justin on social media, but <sighs> literally last week I walked into the salon and I was like, oh my God, Justin is in Africa with nine lions and we have a show next week. <laughs> literally. <laughs> it was awesome. Thanks for sharing that. You know what's crazy is that we just saw Justin a couple weeks ago, a weeks ago at BTC and, um, and the next day he's in South Africa. Right. And I'm like, I thought it was like a throwback, right? Because you're like, that's what I thought. But you like, went back. You it was your second time. Or well, no, it was it my second, second time, but no, it was a year ago for the record, but I was doing a show and some people had asked me about it and I decided that for the next two days I would put everything we did on in Africa on my stories because oh, a bunch okay. of people wanted to see it and they'd only seen a rando picture, so that's why I did it. But it doesn't matter for all intents and purposes. You're damn right. I got on a plane and I went to South Africa. <laughs> What's the big deal? This is hair. Anything's possible, Lacey. Wow. <laughs> that, that was pretty cool, man. We were uh I was definitely envious of your of your South African trip. Well it's aspiration for you to, right. to get there, you know what I mean? It's amazing to to see the animals. Right. Like it's it's just uh yeah, it's life changing. I can't imagine. was there a little fear there that you were gonna get like uh, eaten up? Um 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, the fear came, to be honest, the fear came when I asked um, the spotter who sits on the front of, you know, the range, when I, he's up there on his little chair, and I asked him, like, so what's this and that? And he's like, no, we don't have a gun. I'm what? Like, what? I'm like, well, you don't have it on you, but it's right there, right? Like, you're, you're strapped, you know what I mean? Like, it's right there. Like, you know, all you got to do is reach under, like back in L.A., right? <laughs> no, we don't. And I'm like, what? And he's like, no, we have relations. And I'm like... Relations. Well, relations <laughs> fall to crap all the time in this world, you know. <laughs> so you're telling me you and this uh, rhino got relations, and I just need to trust that when you shoo him away, he's going to turn around. But, yeah, that's the reality of it. You know, wow. it's, uh, it's almost like a whole rhythm of life out there, and, and, and they've become, you know, safaris, and this has become part of the situation. That, But I was afraid when we got to the lion's, because we were probably about 20 feet away from the lions. And there was one moment where I was talking about them and one looked at me and <laughs> I felt, you know, when you make eye contact with another human and it's one of the weirdest things in the world because at that moment you feel something and it's unexplainable and you could be driving down the freeway. And if you happen to catch eyes, you catch it. Well, that lion caught my soul. Oh boy! And he caught. He took my breath. And I'm being 100% honest. When I was sitting there talking to my girl, telling Major, like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing! Look, we're sitting here, lions." And then all of a sudden, he squirted and looked, put his head up and looked at me, and I went. And I felt like if I breathed, he would kill me, and not because he was bad, but because like. You know you don't mess up. <laughs> you, know, you know you messed up, right? You know, and so at that moment it was. But other than that, no, you're so caught up in um, not being a kid because you're not an age, but you're just in awe. Right. Sure. Right. You're just in awe at these animals. I mean, you are a kid in that situation, right? Because you yeah, know, it's just about experience and you know what sure. we've had. I think that's one thing that's really cool about Justin is he puts himself in those environments that bring out the spirit of a younger person. And, you know, Justin likes to make things fun and funny. It's always um, a good time. You always feel good about not only just yourself hanging out with him, but, like, you're going to laugh and you're going to be a little silly. And I think the thing about Justin is he's very vulnerable because he does put himself out there to have new experiences that continue to bring that childlike spirit out in you, which is one one of my favoriteest things about you and it has been for over two decades like I just am attracted to the spirit that he puts out into the world and I respect that he stays true to the child that he is on the inside mm. because there's a little bit of that in me also like I'm never gonna be like you know, like, I'm not a leading lady. I'm I'm Jen. Like, I'm not at that, like, proper, you know. But it's just been, I love that about you. And it's so inspiring to watch you. And I think that every time you share that with, you know, our industry and our people, you give everybody else permission to also be childlike. Amen. And be in awe of the things that grown-ups forget to be in awe of. So. Thank Thanks you. for that. Well, I, I think Thanks, there's kiddo. balance, right? I think yeah. there's balance. I, there's <laughs> some parts of me that could definitely be more grown up, but <laughs> I don't want to be an adult. You know, I don't want to be satisfied with things. I don't want to get bored with things. I don't want to become status quo. I don't want to report to a job. Right. You know, and I think that you could be grown up, but you don't have to be an adult. And sometimes we switch that and it becomes mundane and boring and task-oriented life and there are things we have to do that are tasks or chores in life or paying the bills if you will and things <laughs> but you know like why can't we have a kid's spirit 
Like, isn't that the happiest you ever were? Like, if you think back to the happiest you ever were, or you think back to, like, the first time, Jen, you I got your hair done. I kept beat up as a kid. Yeah. About <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's okay. <laughs> it's probably funny when you think back. At it. Right, right, right. When they think back. You know, right. Well, I used to get beat up, too. I got beat up. I got laughed, everything. But then you beat or you do whatever, you know, life comes around. But I don't know. Everything's awesome, Jen. I think so, too. Yeah, got to stay a kid and look at things through child's eyes because they're always uh, in amazement, you know what I mean? And throw a wrench in it. Like, okay, so I'll tell you, last night, a moment for me, because we both made kind of announcements at this VIP panel last night, and neither one of us had told the other one, like, what the thing was. And so I'm sitting next to you, and Justin announces that after how many years? Us. 15, 15, 16 years years of being on the road, you know, being our Justin Isaac, doing the show tour, putting everything out there that you are literally going back to the salon. Like my face fell off. Like that's the most amazing thing. Talk about like a hair standing up on the back of your neck thing. Like what? Yeah, Yeah. I've got that too. Tell us the story. story. Um. You know, my my dream was never to own a salon. It was to be a color director for a company and to travel the world and do all those things. And maybe about five years ago, I had some uh, ladies approach me about wanting to open a, a color bar or something with me. And all I needed to do was create it. They were investing this and that. And I went about 30, 40% into it. And I decided... I don't really like these ladies. <laughs> you know? This isn't fun. Yeah, I don't really want to. You know, you got to fall in love with the work, yes. right? You yeah. got to fall in love with the dirty work. You don't just see people on stage and go, oh, I'm going to get there. You got to fall in love with the model room and all the tasks and the traveling. So it was kind of that same thing, you know, and I didn't, I didn't want to have a salon. I realized when I was in school, I wanted to be a director. And then when they present that opportunity, I was like, okay, what I like about that idea is creating culture. I like the idea about giving kids opportunity. I like the opportunity about being able to create like scholarships for foster kids, ward of the state, things like that. But I never had bigger than that. And I think that the industry's changed. You know, the industry's changed a lot, you know, with social media and how and where you get education, you know, and also brands. There's been a huge backlash, you know, against brands force feeding the industry things and people wanting to get it how they want it, when they want it, where they want it. So it's affected us at brands as educators, as directors on every level, you know, as well as the influencers. You know, what I tell a lot of my influencers is be careful. It's a fine line between aspiration in a-hole you know <laughs> so walk that right. line carefully right. you know right. and also you know it's who are you influencing right. and you why know? what's your reason for you making know? an influence like is it for your ego or is it to make a difference for that person like i think you know that whole influencer thing kind of got like a little bit cray cray for a minute and you know we need influencers but there were people that were influencers before we just call them icons you know, mm. they, they were already influencing live face to face. Social media is amazing because it gave more people an opportunity to have a platform to also influence, which is a wonderful thing because there's enough for everyone. However, with that being said, if you're just posting to post or just hashtagging to grow your own self, then there's not that deep intention that I think that we share which is to give it to other people. It's not really about us. Like, I think it's funny that you're like in Africa with a lion, but I wonder who's watching and thinking like, if Justin can like build a career and sustainability and be able to take a trip to go on a safari in Africa, then maybe I can too. 
Sure. You know, if Justin can throw a wrench in his career 15 years in and go back and start all over again as a brand new stylist in a salon, then so can I at any point in my career. Wow. Well, it is, it, it is crazy. And on that, it's like anybody could do what we do, just put in the work. And we need influencers, like you said, we need that. But put in the work to make everything better, and then it's fine, you know. So for me, like I said, things have been changing, this and that. And, um, you know, life changes, you know. Where you're at in your life, taste, a lot of different things change. And I look at it, and my career, I've been with Redkin 22 years. I haven't worked in a salon since 2003. I've gone to so many countries. Uh, that safari, Redkin paid for. Wow. Right? That's amazing. Redkin's paid for every trip that I've taken. You know, I did a show there, and then I stayed two weeks. I go to here, and I stay. So my passport has been stamped. I've been blessed by everything I say Shades EQ has given me. (laughs) Uh, We built this city on Shades EQ. Yeah, you know that Jefferson Starship one? Yeah. Dun, 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 on Shades EQ. That'll be the commercial break next podcast. But... That being said, Redkin my, needs to cut over a check. My passport. Well, <laughs> tell him to do it. <laughs> put that in my next contract. Uh, but that was the thing was I didn't, you know, I didn't want to have the salon. I didn't want to do this and that. The industry's changed. It's like, all right, what am I going to do? I've done everything. I've done every show. Our Redkin Symposium in Las Vegas. Every artist wants to do it. Even artists that aren't with us want to do it. And I started that. I did my first one, 2001, and I've done every one since. I think I just did my 11th one. I'm thankful to do each one that they asked me. I don't take it for granted yet. I've done all, everything, and done that. And not saying that I'm over with it, but, like, what's next for me, you know? And I'm at a point in my career where I don't want to travel every week. I don't want to travel every week to get my monies. (laughs) And I need to get my monies because I'm having a little baby girl in December, which is awesome. Congratulations, brother. Thank you. And uh, so I just need to be more home grounded, you know, and it's the same way when my daughter was about 12 to 14, 15, I slowed my roll on the road and I backed off my bookings and I decided I didn't go back in the salon, but I decided I could live off this amount of money and do this for these couple years because baby girl needs me to pick her up after school and to be there. She right. doesn't need idle time. So, you know, I'm kind of at a place with that, and I'm excited. I got an opportunity, you know. Uh, Rebecca Taylor is opening up a salon in West Hollywood, the Honey Hair Lab, and she reached out to me and asked me that she would love for me to come and work with her, and she's assembling an incredible staff of people there. And, you know, it didn't take me long to uh, ponder it, you know, and think about it, and I knew right away that that was the move because it scares me. The, the stage doesn't scare me. This doesn't scare me. Traveling doesn't scare me. Being a parent doesn't scare me. Having to build a clientele scares me. Having to do somebody's hair within 45 minutes scares me. <laughs> Having to take direction from somebody because they have enough money to pay my prices and more mm-hmm. scares me. Because I've lived in a campaign, photo shoot, model-driven world. So it's my way. You get it? Yeah. Right. It's these colors. It's this look. So, um, yeah, I have a lot of fear. I mean, I'm being 100 percent transparent. I have a lot of fear. I might be everything to people in this industry and people might throw around icons, influencers, butthead, whatever they call (laughs) it, you know. But um, the reality is in West Hollywood or Los Angeles, I'm nobody. I'm, I'm nobody. There's kids that are killing it. 
Right. That have been there. I'm the slowest turtle on the block. All right, all right, you know? settle down. That's hi, enough. Hi, I want That's a full enough. weave. Uh, could you book her out for seven and a half hours, please? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a platinum card on Friday and Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but that's the reality, you know? So the reality is I know this. I'm prepared for it. So I'm going to go back in, and I'm going to do free hair for about six weeks, and I'm just going to... Go and get the people that I want and do free hair to get my place up to it. And I'm good for that. I've been making money for a long time off of hair. I could do free hair for a couple months, no problem. Mm. That's amazing. Life's good. I love that I perspective. I think it's too. funny that like your perspective is that because last night we were talking about it. I'm like, can you imagine Justin in a salon? Like, can you just imagine it's going to be like Kramer coming to work every day? Like, he, <laughs> they are going to have so much fun with him and the clients. Like, you're going to be so great, like, as a, you know, because I've been behind the chair the whole time and uh, own a salon with my best friend and my business partner, Lacey. Hey, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. And, um, you know, even for, for me, I think I'm looking at a different avenue. You know, last night we announced that, you know, I have an app now, which is like the it's most rod. craziest, uncomfortable thing. Before, <laughs> when my business partners were like, Jen, you know, you're going to announce that the Jen Plank app is going to be next month. And, like, I literally broke out in a sweat. That, and I'm like, I know I need to, like, say it. But when I say it out loud, it's going to be, like, real. And I sat out there and I had my little note card. Like, I couldn't even remember what the number was because I was so nervous. And but I think both of us saying that out loud and having new adventures, I can't wait to like see where you and I both are, like in 90 days or six months and the next conversation that you're sharing about the salon and I'm sharing about how wonderful it's been to be a part of technology. By, by the way, I did text that number, so I'm on the early bird. Stop it, you early bird, you. Yeah. Yeah. So we have an app. That's really cool. Who would have ever thought? You know what amazed me about that number? Is that Jen had no notes, and it's like a 55 number. Uh, <laughs> yeah. New, we had a number, number. Say it again. Say it again. Right, right. Jen, give it out, man. Uh, it is 919-626-3332. Thank you, Lacey, for that number. <laughs> So right. what? So they just they 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 te- just text Plank P L A N C K to that number, uh-huh. and you will receive a text that lets you know that you're on our early bird VIP list. And as soon as the app goes live, you'll be contacted, and you'll so get you the first. This job. Yeah. So it's nice. cool because it's an app that's created by hairdressers, working hairdressers. So it's not created by someone who's just trying to do something for hairdressers. Like we're gonna like literally take it into our space with our staff. And think about our day and what we really need. And then they're actually going to customize the app for a hairdresser, which I think, you know, bridging the gap between the stylists that are in the trenches and technology is super important today. Like, we can't leave each other behind because technology, for me, scares the you know what out of me, like the way that it is for you behind the chair, like the thought of me having to turn on the computer (laughs) or like press a button or swipe click click swipe you know it's not my thing but i'm gonna do it because it makes me uncomfortable and it's something i've never done before and i need to do it because it makes me uncomfortable and so um, i hope that i inspire other people that maybe are like me and are uncomfortable with technology to utilize it as a tool both of you guys brought this up can you share this with our listeners i mean obviously both you guys saying it, it scares me or makes me uncomfortable to to whether go into the salon or create technology, what is it about being uncomfortable or scares you and and going after that? I mean, a lot of people tend to kind of back off of that, or they don't. Well, that's with, with that fear, like it, it gives you permission to not go forward, right? With these yeah. two, it's like it's giving them permission to move forward. 
I, I'm too afraid. I think I feel kind of like what you said earlier. Like I would rather be scared than bored. I would rather see things and risk than miss seeing something. Like I don't want to have the fear of missing out. I want to feel the fear and participate in everything. Like I think you can learn. You know, Justin says it all the time. You don't have to go to church to like go to church. Like it's everywhere. There's experiences everywhere. Hashtag you don't go to church to find God. That's the the one. Thank you. Stop it. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I think she, he and I would be so bored if we just kept doing the same thing forever. Like, I just, as an artist, whether you're an artist of color or people or life or design, you crave that newness. So it keeps you, you know, the spirit of creating and learning and growing. Like, how can we teach other people to grow if we're not growing ourselves? How can we tell other people, put yourself out there. You can do it if we're not doing it ourselves. You know, we're not going to ask you to, like, risk and try new things, and then we're just doing the same thing. Like, that's not a real leader or a mentor, you know? Like, we just, we got to walk the walk and not just talk it. And plus, it's fun. I like, I, I kind of like <laughs> it. Feels I like I'm like, at church, though. I like to oh, squirm no. a little, you know? I like that feeling. I, it's like an adrenaline rush for me to be a little scared sometimes. I, I like the way it feels. I mean, I'm not going to, like, swim with sharks or anything, but, you know. I did. Stop. Of course you did. Did you? Yeah, yeah. we did in South Africa. Oh, because. Uh, we did the safari in the bush, and then we went and we did. Uh, the sharks the great kitchen. white sharks. Yeah, cage diving. Uh, my son just graduated high school, and I said, all right, I said, son, you're about to turn 18, and you're graduating. What do you want to do? Let's go do something, right? I'm thinking, he's like, oh, let's go hike in the Grand Canyon or something like that. <laughs> he goes, Dad, let's get our scuba certification. Let's go swim with some sharks. Yes, boy. So we just got our cert- scuba certification. Now we're just going to plan a trip for the shark dive. Wow. South Africa. This is the last time yeah. you see Tony no, with we're all gonna go to, uh, <laughs> Right. Tiger Beach uh, off of the Bahamas where we can li- okay. there's no cage. Literally, we're swimming with tiger sharks. No, I know. The Bahamas. Be careful. Yeah. Nom, nom, Thanks. Nom, 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 Be nom, careful. Nom, 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 Get nom, your nom. left and right hook. Right. <laughs> my, right. My, wife, my wife, she goes, don't come home without him. Right. Yeah. right. I was like, it's his idea. It's me. <laughs> Lucky, it could have been a friend of his, right? It's me. Yeah. I, she's like, still, don't come home without him. Like, All right. Touche, man. Touché. That's awesome. Hey. You know, to what you said, I think for me, I've never killed the salon. I've never killed the salon. I've been in this industry licensed since 93, but I never killed the salon. I was that kid that, you know, if you listen to my first podcast, I got into a salon by accident, started working there. The owner paid for me to go to school. He passed away from HIV, from AIDS. Never saw me do my work, but I was just a kid. I didn't get into hair for any reason. I didn't grow up with it. And, uh, you know, that was my story. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to get into this. And I was the kid that when I got into a salon after I was in, you know, from school, I like, they're like, oh, you understand people. Oh, you just go on the floor. Just do this. You know, you know how to do this and that. Nobody taught me how to foil hair, blow dry hair, cut hair. You know, they're like, here's these alpha blades by Russ. Just chop it up. You make a Jennifer Aniston haircut. You're all friends. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you're all friends. It's friendly. And I was like, all right. But like, honestly, that was it. And they're like, don't worry. We got people that can back you out of any situation. You know, so I was on the floor just feeling like I was always over my head. I remember, you know, bleaching somebody's hair off and I didn't know like, oh, you can't really overlap because I thought I saw somebody (laughs) else do it, but I didn't realize they had something different in the other bowl. Right. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just bleach. So I didn't know. So I learned kind of that way. So I've never had a full clientele. 
I don't understand what the idea of pre-booking is. I know what it is, but I've never lived in that way. Justin, hear- we have a class that you can come to. It's called Game Changers. You're a game changer. Yeah, I know well, you're a game changer, but you like literally I would, like I, I would totally you should be do there. it. We talk you about should pre-booking. Do it. You should come to Honey Hair Lab. I will. Because one of the things that we're doing there is we have education. We're doing photo shoots, different things, a whole lot of things there. And we're hosting different educational events. We're actually having the Ben Moline project there uh, in October as the yes. first person that will be there. So that's game changers should come. Because for me, as I said, Jen, I've never, I've never had that. I hear hairdressers, and they're like, I have one opening December 20th until the end of the year. <laughs> and there's a little voice in me that goes, fox off. And I just get the fox out of here already. You know, the fox is going on here. And I think it's awesome, but as I said, I don't know that world. You know, I was that kid that, you you know, would have two people spread through the day and happy because they were high tickets, but they'd be spread today. And somebody call like, hey, do you have time to this and that? And I'd be looking. I'd be like, when do you think? In the afternoon. And I'd be open from one to four. And I'd be like, um, I got a 3.30 only. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, and I, I can't come then. Sorry. I had time, but I was like, no, you can't just call me. Right. I wanted to be that. So I've never done it. And and education took off. I needed to make money for my baby. You know, my son is 28 now and I needed to make money. Education was the ticket. Sunday and Monday salons are closed. I could make money in education. But then it started taking off. I got good at it. And that's where I went. So my my intention, my focus was there to changing lives. Like Jen is saying, I saw impact in people. Clients just paid me money and tipped me. Sometimes we're arrogant. There was two different worlds I was living in, right? Affecting hairdressers, going into salons on a very grassroots level, not big stages yet, having connections, or doing my clients that didn't always appreciate it. So I went to what appreciated me, which is generally what we do in life. Hopefully you're with the one that loves you. <laughs> right? Like, that's the truth. So, so that's what I did, you know? And that's what led me away from the salon in 2003. I was working two days a week, and it started pulling me more and more and more. And I was like, I can't, you know? So the one thing, if I look at what I haven't done, I've never killed it in the salon. Mm. And that messes with my ego. And, you know, we want to say, oh, don't have an ego, it's bad. And sure, egos are bad in bad situations. But I couldn't be where I'm at without having an ego. I couldn't be what I do without having an ego. The difference is I'm not ego-driven. And the difference is I have a team ego for my people and my fans and people that ride with me. I don't have my individual ego. But that being said, I have a quiet confidence that I'll slay anything. Mm. And you have to have that. But that comes from sense of self. And that's developed long before this age we're all at now you have that sense of self by five years old the latest you know what it is and you could see it in people so for me i need to do that i need to go in the salon and i need to build a book and i need to be pre-booked and i need to make some money like people are redkin pays me good i don't need the money but the reality is i want to go get it i want to upgrade my life I want to buy a house. I rent because I've never wanted to live by my neighbors for 20 years. years. But, you know, I want to anchor down one day. I want to do those things. So I look forward to it, but I'm scared as shit. I'm so scared. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, too. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait to talk to him in like a year. I know. That's what I mean. Like, I can't wait for the update. Like, this is going to be... I Amazing. can't wait either. I know. I'm so excited. I want to fast forward. <laughs> no, I don't. I, that's a lie. We always say we do, but like honestly, the struggle is the the best part in the end. It's like the tougher the road, sometimes the better the road. 
Yeah. It is. It's so true. Like you look, those are the moments that you laugh about, like, and you look back at, like, you know, you don't look back at like the, the roar of the crowd or the moment that you win a contest or an award or something that is so short lived. It's like when you think back of the memories of like you and I like coming up sideways at the stairs at the symposium when it wasn't even our turn. Like we're not talking about like the roar of the crowd at the end. We're talking about Kramer and Kramer coming up <laughs> sideways up the steps backstage laughing about the journey that I, you know, when I think back about January being with you at the symposium, I literally had like my friend guiding me through this outrageous over the top humbling moment in my life. And standing next to you was like the best place for me to be. And we had, I have never laughed so hard Mm -hmm. in my entire life. But I will follow this man anywhere, not to Africa though. But I will. Fo- but <laughs> I will. Sharks. But not if we're sharks. like at a hair show and he's like, "Jen, this will be rod," I'm like, "Okay." It usually is. It, it always <laughs> is. It yeah. Usually is. Hey, when did, when did you guys first meet? Do you guys remember that meeting? I met Justin in New York City at the Redken Exchange. I was a yeah. very young hairdresser. Uh, my friend Vicky and I went. We had we were with Glitz Salons, and there was about twelve of us. And Sammy was there, and Justin, and George Alderetti. There was a whole crew of just iconic artists, and we got to go out to dinner at this Italian restaurant. And we were all sitting around the table. And at some point, my friend Vicky and I ended up in the back of a cab with Justin and Sam. And I don't even know what happened. We ended up in the lobby sitting around a piano, which none of us play the piano, but we were with martinis. <laughs> and we were Apple ju- martinis. Yes. And we were just laughing, having such a good time. And I, you know, we were a Redken elite salon. So, you know, I was born and raised with Redken education with Glitz. And so Justin was like one of our mentors. And uh, we just really, I think, are very similar. I think we enjoy each other's company. We respect the hell out of each other. And we like to have fun. And we've never let our brand or our position prevent us from like supporting each other with whatever thing we're doing in our career and so you know it's been about it's been over two decades that I've known Justin and gone to his classes and he's been such an inspiration but it's the backstage stuff it's the sitting around with you know him and his team after the show hanging out you know breaking bread and and of course the Redken Symposium was like a life changer for me that's so cool we're all just carnies Stop it. <laughs> traveling in the circus <laughs> but that was that's a different level. That was like Cirque de Redkin right there. That was amazing. Yeah, but it, you know, it's yeah. connections. Yeah. It is. Right. It's connections. It's like anything in life. Some people you just connect with, and time doesn't matter. And then there's other people you got to have a pickup point. Yeah, right. You we never had that. It's never been weird. It's yeah. never been like. Well, it's been weird. Shut up. You're weird. <laughs> weird. So I mean, but like you know, intentionally weird, maybe. Yeah. Caca, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every now and then you'll see Justin and I bird calling through a hair show floor and with a flock of people behind us just being weird because it's okay. I thought you were you're doing the like bird calls to find each other. I don't know. Sometimes. Every now and then. Some random. She's actor. usually easy to find with her two braids. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Knock it off. Yeah. I have a hard time finding her because she's only about, you know, four feet tall. Stop it. I roll with Hugo. Suck, <laughs> <laughs> so, shoot. Yeah. Hey, who? Hey, who? That's uh, awesome. He's yeah. got some good news, big news coming too, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Yeah, brother Hugh uh, just got engaged. Woo woo! Right. Shout out engaged. to the happy couple. Yep, he got engaged to another Redkin artist, Megan, and uh, I don't know if they're going to make little Redkin babies, but uh, they're doing their thing. Yeah, little Redkin babies. But I'm a little sad. I'm a little sad. I can't lie. 
You know, he used to be my ride or die. He still is, but he we live about 20 minutes away from each other. So he left. I'm like, on a couple days, I'm like, hey, he, oh, yeah, <laughs> you live in Washington. <laughs> yeah, hey, oh, yeah, okay, you know. But other than that, I'm happy for him. You know, we all got to live our dreams. It's not about whatever. You got to do what's right for you. And I'm happy for him. Take a chance on love. We all should. That's it, man. That's yeah. awesome. That's it. How was, um, Justin, when you... Uh when when you when you had the conversation with Redkin that you're coming off the road, what what did that feel like? I haven't. Oh, you just did. <laughs> I did last <laughs> night. Last night they found out too. Wow, really? Yeah, um, and just meaning you know that uh, we're all independent contractors now more than ever before. Sure. In this industry, you know, brands make choices as we have to make choices, whether it's the hair industry or whether it's the sports industry. You know. Owners can't just own, and players can't just play. I need to get paid for my likeness on my jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that being said, yeah, you know, it's, um, it'll, it'll affect me in that world, but it's all relative to, you know, uh, my contract talks and what I have and this and that. But at the end of the day, uh, whether it's from my side or Redkin's side, you know, they want me to live best as well. So sure. I'm okay with it, yeah. it's awesome. I know the team's got to be, uh, well, they don't know yet, but, you know, they got to be a little bummed out that uh, well, they're just coming off the road. I mean, yes and no. I think that, you know, people get um, a- attached to people or to me or this and that. But as I said yesterday in my classroom, we got a lot of incredible people, you know, and I'm not for everybody. For everybody that likes me, there's people that don't like me. And I've learned that in this career that you can't be aspiring and inspirational and a hero to some without being a joke and an asshole to some. <laughs> You know, it's the reality. It's the high and low. Some people are going to see you as a pedestal and, oh, my gosh, the the things he says and I want to listen to him. And, oh, he's so spiritual. And other people are like, shut the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And that's that's the reality of it, you know, and you have to somehow let go of the outcome and quiet your your, uh, voices in your head, especially if you have a mic on you on stage or doing a podcast. For sure. You know, and you have to quiet those voices and just give it what it is. But. Are you, you're going to be that. Are you going to walk away completely? Are you going to do it part time? Are you going to fill in? You got to. Uh, no, I, I have no uh, I have no plans to step away or anything like that. I just want to be, you know, a little more directed in the things that I choose to do um, with that. So I want my to lessen my dates to a certain amount and then do certain things, you know. But no, I'll still be involved. I'll still be. Uh, heavily involved with everything with Redkin and doing those things. I just am going to choose to not do certain things because I need to be home with my baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love no, no better reason than that, is it? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. I'm I'm looking forward to that. You know, it's been 28 years since I changed diapers with my son. Well, my daughter's 22, so a little less, but <laughs> it feels like a, a different life. You know what I mean? Like, you know how it is. Think of 22 years ago, where you were, your mindset, let alone your taste, all these things. And now I'm like, I'm excited. It's uh, it's amazing. I can't wait to hold my little girl. It's yeah. almost like you're going full circle, you know, because you had kids at a younger time in your life. You were in that salon. Then you kind of did this, and now you're all the way full back circle. You're back in the salon. You're going to be a new dad. Like, I, I wonder. I couldn't I, imagine those like, sleepless nights. Literally, like, I wonder, like, <laughs> no. I can't wait to see, like, how it all is, actually. I don't full know. Circle. I'm, ex- I'm excited. Well, after that, I'm going to go, and I'm going to get my degree. That's my next fear. I That's gotta cool. conquer. What? Really? Yeah, go back yeah. to school. 
because I took awesome. I took a couple like community college classes because I wanted my kids to go, and I feel like it's better to set as an example than just say go. Um, so I did it, and you know I learned a lot of things I didn't learn when I was a kid, <laughs> and that's one thing that again that I would like to do. I feel like I'm a very smart man, but I'm life smart. I'm travel smart. I'm not book smart, and it bugs me. It bugs me that I'm smart and I'm fast at things, but like the books and the school was the thing I couldn't do. I feel the same way about myself. You know? I really do. And so I think that's just something in my life that I want to do for myself. Like some people want to go, you know, climb Mount Kilimanjaro. I don't. <laughs> and I think that's awesome for them and train and go do that. But I don't have an urge to do that. But I would like to get a degree, even if it's from community college. I don't care. That's oh, I'm going to be that old son of a bitch cap and gown, Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> Doing that triple indie. <laughs> Wasn't that it? The triple indie that or was something it. he did, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh I was going to give you credit for pull. That's a good right? pull. Oh, yeah. That's a good pull right there. Yeah. Memory like an elephant. Yeah. Right. Yeah, dude, watch a lot of TV. That's why I don't have a degree. Juvenile Hall. That's <laughs> <laughs> day, day room politics. Oh, no. <laughs> day room politics. Oh, my God. That's the best. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so cool. So, Jen, um, here we are, Premier Philly, right? Yeah. How, how do you like the classrooms? I love the classrooms. I think this show is unique. It's like a, it reminds me kind of a Lake Geneva a little bit, like where it's like you can, it's not over the top where you can't talk to people, where it's mm-hmm. like just so crowded. Like there's lots of really great conversations happening between some people that are sometimes untouchable at those big shows where it's just jam packed. And, you know, walking the show floor here has been really cool because you're watching people having, you know, 10, 15 minute conversations you know sitting down you know uh, instead of just walking by and shopping like it's this isn't about shopping this is about learning and hey you might pick up some cool stuff while you're here you know <laughs> and the classrooms are on fire I have to say the the educators they've brought in from surface and you know Daniel Mason Jones and just everybody who's here matrix the Redkin, the whole team like everybody's on fire like the, everybody's just you walk by the classrooms and the educators are feeling the energy and so um, it's a special show. It's our second time, and uh, it's really great hey, to be hey, back. Hey, you mentioned Surface, but you didn't mention our boy. Stop it. G. G. Yeah, we G's love Surface. We're actually doing an event with Surface in Michigan in November. We had a really good friend of ours that kind of introduced us to the team of Surface and Bridge the Gap, and unfortunately we, uh, we lost him. And so uh, we decided in his memory that we would – do an event for charity in his memory and so we did our first one together last November and it was just an amazing collaboration it was very emotional but we all decided that to take the pain and the grief of losing our friend and put it into changing other people's lives would be a good place to put that and so I'm really excited I definitely want to give a shout out to Elle and Kelly and Sean and everyone from Surface I, I it is a privilege and an honor to be a part of that and I can't wait to see you guys in November I just I love that team I think they're just exceptional wow. and they just are a really cool team all of them yeah that's a, that's a good family it Surface is family it, yeah. yeah they're good people it is. I dig them so uh, you teased the Lake G- Geneva, and I just heard about it. I don't know yesterday. Yesterday, you, about it? you just yeah. heard about it yesterday, dude. It's the best show ever. We like love but, it. What, hold on, is it a Redkin show? Or is it a salon? It's a salon centric show, right. and it's in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. And right. it's at the Lake Geneva Grand, and this hotel has like one elevator, eighty-seven flights of stairs, crazy little nooks and crannies throughout there, fire pit outside. Like it's just. 
it's just a special place, you know, and we've had a lot of fun there. Like, we definitely have fun at that show. Wouldn't you say that's one of your favorites, Jay? Uh, yeah, I love that show. It's been around forever, so it's one of those because it's all, everybody stays at one location, right? And it's a big lodge is what it is. It's around a lake, literally. Mm. Key Beam, Lake Geneva. Stop it, <laughs> uh, stop it. But the resort literally wraps around the lake so you could have a view of it. There's uh, geese and ducks that are there every morning, and it's the original Playboy Mansion. What? And, yeah. yeah. It's the original Playboy Mansion there, and there was actually a murder in, I think, the 60s of a Playboy bunny, and there's a huge conspiracy there in Lake Geneva, but it happened there at the place. And uh, But it feels like a big lodge. But it's beautiful because, like I said, everybody stays there. So there's only two restaurants to eat. There's only a couple bars, right? And everybody, there's one main stage that just rotates. So everybody's in there. So it feels good because you have a good audience, and people are there to learn. They're not there to shop. The floor is very small. And that's not the show you go to. If they want to go to shop, they'll go to Chicago, to yeah, ABS, ABS. Right. you know, and do that. So it's pretty amazing. And then it's just one of those where that's one of the shows where you get connected and you get to learn um, the other facilitators, the other educators that are there. Because, like I said, there's no hair war. If you're trying to do something good for our industry, we all support each other, artists supporting artists, you know. And that's a show where you really feel that. Yeah, because we're all in the same room. Like you said, there's two restaurants. Nobody's leaving to debrief off-site, you know, which right. happens sometimes. And I think it's good for the people who attend also because you're having dinner right there and we're sitting right next to you having dinner just like you are. Yeah. <laughs> Could you be eat weird. too? Yeah, of course. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, so, Salon Centric, if you're listening to this, we need uh, four press passes for Lake <laughs> <laughs> so we can kind of come hang out. Man. That'd be awesome. It sounds amazing. It is. And it's every other year, right? Yes. What time of year? Uh, November. It's the first weekend in November. Oh, so it's coming up. It is. It's coming. It's right around the corner. November third and fourth. What is that? Wisconsin in November? I don't know. It's really beautiful. I mean, no like there's man. colors changing, and it's not you know it's not winter yet. And you know from northern Michigan, that's like going to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> from LA, does it feel that way? No, it no. doesn't feel that way. <laughs> it's pretty cold. I've worn. Uh, truth be told, told, I've worn thermals on stage at Lake Geneva. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. You probably call them long johns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for it's sure. True. It's and, true. And then one year I forgot them, and Lindsay Olsen, what's up, skins? Uh, she actually told me, here, you could have these, Jay. And I'm like, what are they? And they were, you know when you go camping, the little, like, uh, warmers? She puts those in her pockets on stage because she gets cold. That's are so you that's serious? The little hand yeah. warmers. Uh-huh. That's yeah. awesome. Stage tricks 101. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get cold up there. You know, don't put on a sweater because then you'll be sweating. Just put in some pocket warmers. Yeah, I like that. Then it's then it's isolated sweating, just right. in your pockets. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so amazing. Why do you got wet pockets? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so cold? Hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Wet pockets. <laughs> Uh, oh my God. So speaking of hot pockets, you know, Jay, when you're in the salon, you got to be pay attention to stuff. Like, like it's gonna like be a whole new world eat. for you. I like lit a hot pocket on fire one time at Glitz. I went back to the back, and I'm that girl that like doesn't press the right time in the microwave because I think I'm gonna stand right there. So I just hit like whatever button, and I forgot about the hot pocket. And I went back on to go back to my client, and the microwave is smoking in the back of the salon. Smoke is like coming out, and everyone's like. Who, what's in the microwave? And I just kept foiling. I just put my head down. <laughs> I knew that was my hot, my flaming hot pocket. 
you, the whole salon smelled like burnt hot pocket for like four hours, uh, and we had to get a new microwave. So don't leave your stuff in the microwave, homie. Oh my god, I've and never you know, had a hot, hot pocket, pocket, and I definitely don't want one. Now. No hot <laughs> pocket. I, uh, I like the jingle. I do too. It's a great jingle. Right? It is. And Jim Gaffigan has made it like a still relevant, right? Right. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know when the you know when the microwave was on fire that it uh. Everyone knew it was Jen. They did. They always know it's me. And if they don't, they'll be like, it must have been Jen. Must have been like, Jen. I'm a good person yeah. to like blame it on if all else fails. Must have been me. Must have been Jen. Yeah. People in the salon do stuff and they're like, oh, it was Jen. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Ask my business partner. She'll tell you. I'm going to do it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Throw me under the bus. There's room for all Hollywood. of us under there. Hey, what happened? Jen did it. Jen did it. <laughs> right, right. Call her. She's in Traverse oh City. God. Stop it. <laughs> Go live with Rebecca. Jen. Jen did it. Right. Mm. That's pretty cool, man. So what's what's going to be your last show? Or uh, not your last show, but. Uh, for this year? Yeah. yeah. Lake Geneva. That's Lake it. Geneva. Same. I'm there with uh, Hugh Shoot with Hugh, and uh, we'll be there doing it for Redkin. I think Sam Villa's there, too, with awesome. his brand. Plankster's there, some other people. So, yeah. That's usually the last show of the year. Yeah. Shuts everything down. Shuts it down. Yeah. All right. Maybe hair to shave be there. Yeah, Maybe. you guys should be on. <laughs> yeah, for real. Hey, Salon Center, once again. <laughs> Lake Geneva. Lake Geneva. Four press passes. <laughs> that would be that would be rod. Yeah. It would be rod. So, be rod. rod. so rod. Can we but can we ride with you or eat at your table or always. We, yeah, for sure. <laughs> always. I want to be Justin's ride or die now that you know Hugh's in Washington or something. <laughs> it's You're, easy. I'm I'm pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. I'm that means when he, when he calls you, though, you got to fly out from D.C. to L.A. I mean, I guess I'm in Washington, too, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, God, this is, there's a pattern here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. That's so great, man. Thank Thanks you. for having us again, guys. This you is guys. really cool. It's yeah. just really fun to sit and have this energy in these talks, and it's I an honor. It. It's always a privilege to be with you guys. I love it. And this podcast is really changing lives. I know you guys mentioned that, that, you know, we're doing that, but... You know, right back at both of you for creating such a cool platform for people that features um, some really inspiring people, you know, not just us, but you feature people that, I mean, every time I see a comment um, about your podcast, it's people just blowing up. Just thank you so much for, for giving us this amazing gift and, you know, watching you guys from the first one when we all first met to where you are today. Like, wow. Like, um, what's next for you guys? Um, we got some things working. Uh, yeah. We can't talk about them yet, but yeah, we have some surprises coming up. Yeah, cool. we got some surprises. But we can do a shout out. Have you? Did you guys hear the podcast that? Um, there's another podcast out there called No Stylist Left Behind, and um, and Tony and I, we kind of um, we did separate podcasts on there, but uh, we kind of told our stories a little bit in, in, in that. So you That's guys amazing. should definitely hear that. It's pretty, oh, it's pretty I cool. Go check it out. For yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. It's cool. That's was, so cool. I feel like mom was all over the place. Like. Uh, yeah, I was like, bing, 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 nah, bing. his was good. Don't yeah, let him, don't that's let what him. it feels like no. on this side of the table. <laughs> exactly. Without the paper. Yeah, it's, okay. yeah it's, it's, it's weird. I was telling somebody yesterday, actually, because I said I had to do this. I was telling somebody that when I did it with you guys in Orlando, uh, I was more nervous than that than any stage I've gotten on. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I was more nervous. But we're than the that. easiest dudes in the world. Man. It wasn't. It was. It was about. We couldn't tell you because you're the coolest cat I know. Thank you. Yeah. No, it was. <laughs> it was just the idea of um, like bearing witness. You know, right. And you like soul. whipped your soul out. He and, like uh, w- put it right on the table. Well, yeah. you have to. But it was just that was 
I know that I'm that person. I know if it's there, it's there. Right. And I just let it happen. But yeah, I was more nervous. I was more scared of that and than anything. Yeah. So it was Rod. So I thank you guys for allowing me that platform. It inspired me so much. And I see um, so much benefit now to podcast and to um, to how it helps you being present and listening and things like that, you know, and my eyes were totally uh, oblivious to it. So I thank you guys for sure. It inspired the shit out of me. Thanks, brother. We appreciate you you very much, man. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you. We definitely appreciate you guys. I, I, uh, I'm a little sad that, like, we're not going to get... Uh, I hope this isn't the case, but, you know, we may not see Justin um, on the road. I think... No, no you for guys the listen, record, he's I'm not be on getting the road. off the road. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Redkin is still going to pay me a lot of money. On that concept. <laughs> I'm still going to be a director there. I'm going to inspire people. I'm going to keep using Shades EQ, all those things. Right. We are all good. Yeah. Awesome. It just means I'm going to be posted up. See, what happens is I would go home and I just live. Right now, I'm going to go home, and besides living, I'm just going to be in the salon a couple days a week. But the reality is when people would go home on Monday, everybody flies home from here today, most people report to a salon Tuesday. And then if they fly out for a show next Friday, they fly out. I just go home, and I've created a life that I could be with my beautiful girlfriend. I could go to the doctor for our baby. I could walk my puppies. I Mm. could read. I could do the things that I need to do because I need that pace. He can he he can wash. I could work on my Wi-Fi. The worst Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, for the record, just as a worst. No, he's updated. He updated. I got a network behind me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, that's yeah, I do. So So yeah, everything's good. Awesome, man. Justin, Jen, it's it's the J Day. Yeah, Mm -hmm. guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We couldn't do it without you. Remember, hairdressers don't hate Monday. We just listen to your payoff. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find... Actually, you can. You can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ooh, 
Schedulicity has done it once again. They, uh, uh, in addition to their $5,000 a month grant that they give to a barber or to a hairstylist, um, they just, uh, they just made it so it's uh, a little bit easier to make some money. Yeah. I mean, they uh, came out with a credit card processing uh, payment system called Schedulicity Pays. It's pretty exciting, right? I mean, like they're offering it, uh, they're offering credit card processing for 1.99% or 10 cents a, a swipe. But and what's cool about that is that they'll get, even give you a uh, free uh, card reader. That's unheard of, right? Because I know I paid like a bunch of money for mine. Yeah. You know? So they're going to give it to you free and then only charge you 1.99% per, percent with uh, 10 cents a swipe fee, right? Yeah, you can't beat that. You can't beat that at all. Um, and also, what's really cool too is it works within your Schedule City app, so you don't even have to leave the app or use a different um, like app outside of outside of the uh, you know the 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 already app, right? Yeah, you just stay in one platform. That's can't it. get easier than that either. I'm like, <laughs> I know, right? And you can uh, manage all your uh, all your papers right through there, right? Yeah, all your inventory and everything. It you know all major credit cards are accepted. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And the best part, which is also what makes Schedulicity incredible, is their their customer service, or as I like to be called, the rock stars. The rock stars. So you still have the love, same. Love the rock stars. The rock stars are are the difference makers in this company, as far as I'm concerned. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, and so you still get that uh, that that same service with them. Um, so I mean, literally, getting paid just got a little bit better. Yeah. And then for uh, more information, just visit ScheduleCityCares.com to find out uh, more information on getting paid. Schedule us a care. 